I like the visionary forward crafting that vision and that proposition and wow, how is it going to lead into the future and what are we going to make out of it? What's the impact the world around us? That's, that's my love. Because you radiate positivity, you create positivity. When you think positive, you radiate and create. That's, that's what we call radiant value. And that is what is coming up on Bootstrapping Your Dreams show. So stay tuned. Now, here are two powerful words to change your life. What if? What if you do have what it takes? What if you can design your life? What if your crazy dreams do come true? You are here because you have a dream. You have a fire in your belly. You want to change the world and you want to lead the charge in the post-socially distant era. The big question is this, how can ambitious people like us build our dream lives? This podcast gives you the answers. We have created the perfect community of the world's best minds who want to get things done. Survive and thrive in this uncertain world. Join us by navigating to bootstrapping.group. Hello and welcome to this new episode of Bootstrapping Your Dreams show. I'm your host Manoj Agarwal and today we'll be talking with Stephen Cohn. So Stephen has deep-rooted beliefs that building trust and rapport through process he calls HIT, honesty, integrity, and transparency. So HIT is the method which Stephen lives his life both professionally and personally. Uh, the interesting aspect is that living this way creates integrity on every level. It draws prospects and clients to naturally ascend your value ladder of product or service offerings because part of that value ladder is always their valued relationship with you which is based on integrity and transforms each and every interaction into a prolonged relationship and not just one-off business transaction. And Stephen has used this method across the board. Uh, he has helped tens of hundreds of companies uh, generating over $500 million in, uh, in revenue. Um, and he has turned around many companies and helped uh, go uh, some of them from, from an idea stage to go to market. Welcome, Stephen. Hey, thank you so much. What, a, what an intro. <laughs> awesome. Well, you have a very interesting uh, story. So why don't we start there? I understand you were in the military as well. So how come uh, you started with the military and then went into tech startups? Uh, can you share um, your life journey with us a little bit? Well, yeah, you know, I was born in Pennsylvania, USA, and I decided, you know, I wanted to leave there. So I went and uh, joined the army when I was 18 and uh, left when I was 19. And got stationed in Germany after boot camp. And I, I loved Europe so much. So after about almost eight years and one war, I got out of the military, stayed in Europe, and just started my my my, my way, which was unknown at the time. I just uh, looked out to connect people, add value, do what I do what I do best, and just uh, you know see where it led. And it led to many many interesting places. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. Uh, but uh, were you, uh, did you have any uh, technical education, any technical background, or you just uh, sort of uh, fell into it? At the time, no. And, you know, I, I don't, for what I do, I'm the executive part. So I don't really need to know the technical things. Uh, but because I'm my, the business savvy that I sort of own uh, really helped these guys either startups or grow or, you know, scale and things like that. So I, I ended up getting my MBA when I was 38. Just so I can keep up with the big guns, you know, and uh, it didn't really help me to tell you the truth because I've been self-employed like since '96. Yeah. But it was nice to have just in case, I guess. Um, I got that in the UK, so that was quite exciting as well. 
Um, so no, I didn't. I didn't really need any of the tech. Uh, you know, as long as I understand the concept and what the A to Z is, then, then you know, I'll make it happen. Yeah, that's great. And um, what about uh, some of your uh, experiences in the military? Because I know, uh, you know, um, the the psychology of uh, a person who comes from a military background is is obviously different. They they really uh, work on on the mental aspect of uh, of their recruits. So. Can you tell us how, what was that experience like and how did that experience help you in your business career? Uh, it was, you know, you can't pay for that. You know, that's one of those things you can never pay for. Uh, also, there's blood, sweat, and tears besides that. But um, <clears throat> what, it, what the military does is it, it breaks you down. Mm -hmm. All of your preconceived notions about who you are, what you are, what you can achieve, what you can do, what you can accomplish. And they break you completely down in boot camp and build you back up again. Mm -hmm. So that you are, you're a machine, that you can literally do anything you set your mind to. And uh, there was a certain times in my career, especially at the beginning, where I found that out, <laughs> you know, and uh, where I just stood there in awe that I just did something that I knew that I couldn't do. Mm -hmm. And suddenly it was like, wow, it was me the whole time. So when once you realize the only thing that can hold you back is your thoughts, you, know, you can build upon that to be able to achieve things that you may not even know where it is yet, but you, you know, you, you can get to that direction. So that, that military mindset is... You know, there's a German word, unbezahlbar, priceless. Right. Um, and it's just, it literally is priceless. Right. Uh, would you, like, do you do you mind sharing that story, if you recall it? Um, sure. Yeah. Sure. Uh, you know, so it's boot camp. We're doing the obstacle course, like you see on TV, crawling under the rope, up this, up the wall, down the other side, up, you know, that kind of stuff, through the mud. And I got to this wall, it was leaning like this, and I'm on this side, and there's no rope. And it's like, you know, two and a half meters high. And everybody's like, they're running and they grab it, they jump over it. I can't do it to save my life. I could not do it. There's no way I could do it. And the drill sergeant, after I tried like six times and couldn't even get close, he threw me down in the dirt and stepped on the back of my neck and was calling me all kinds of names like you would. So I, I literally snapped like a psychological snap. Well, you, I'm going to show you. And I, I just backed up, ran right over the wall. Wow. I landed on the other side. It was like angels. You know, I was like, I can't believe I just did that. Like, oh my God, it's incredible. I can, so I ran around, did it again, did it again, did it again. And it was from that point on, I never had difficulty doing anything because I knew it's just my mind. So if I try and I fall on my head, let's try it again. And that was the physical part. But that also, of course, once you get past the physical part, the mind, you know, the, 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 let's say the, the logic sort of blockages you have, they fall away. Right. If I can do it physically, I can definitely do it in my mind. Awesome, that's great. And then, um, do you recall any instance where you had similar experience in the business world, where you know you're working on a deal, working on a startup, whatever, and you thought you know this is impossible, and and it suddenly happened? So, can you share any any instance? Yes. Well, you know, I was when I first got out of the military, I was working in the night the, the nightclub scene, so I had cocktail bars and nightclubs, and, and uh, um, I had someone approach me, "Hey, uh, you're such a great service guy. I love talking to you. You make me feel great here." Would you help me? Uh, would you like to help us open a health club chain from South Africa in Germany? Mm -hmm. I was like, sure, no problem. So they made me, you know, the general manager. <laughs> I had no experience whatsoever, and of course, imposter syndrome, like everyone has. And uh, I, I was, you know, forced to do things I've never done before. And my trick was, okay, I'm not going to try to do it like anybody else. I'm just going to do what I think my intuition says. Mm -hmm. And uh, I killed it. Like I absolutely massacred the revenue. Like they were like, holy shit, who is this guy? So I got headhunted head, head by a listed company in the UK. And they brought me on as, you know, a very high position uh, and, you know, running a few countries. And then I, then I ran all of Europe and I had no experience. 
Mm-hmm. And so I'm being thrown into this like pit of bulls. Mm-hmm. And I'll never forget the one time uh, we were at, I was brand new in the company, went to a meeting in Portugal. There was 130 leaders of the company there and they asked me to get up and explain a PL. I'd never seen a PL in my entire life. <laughs> so I, you know, I sat there and I'm like, uh, in front of all these people, completely embarrassing. They're like, who is this? You just hired this guy? You know? And then they said, okay, um, we would like to see some role plays for some sales, you know, you know things. I said, I'll, I'll do that. And I just went up. People were standing on the tables going, ooh, ooh, ooh. You know, so I saved myself. I redeemed myself, mm-hmm. you know. And that's sort of how I've always been. So I'm not the, I mean, I can read a PL, of course, obviously. And we work with them all the time. But I'm not the financial guy. I'm not going to do the books. I can do financial triage. I can save your company really quick. I can make sure that you're not, you're not going to lose money. And I can generate revenue. But if you your book's done and your finance is done, call a bookie. <laughs> right that's that's always my pitch like i'm not gonna i don't deal with that just too much you know for me i like the visionary forward crafting that vision and that proposition and wow how is it going to lead into the future and what are we going to make out of it what's the impact in the world around us that's that's my love yeah. awesome and uh you know we are uh, we are in uh, unusual times uh, now and uh you know marketing yourself and selling yourself uh, will be a critical skill not only for startups not only for business people but also people looking for jobs or professionals. So um, uh, uh, first of all, like, what do you think, how, or, you know, what, what are some of the things that people should really uh, worry about or start to learn, incorporate into their professional careers um, for the time that is coming in the next uh, six right. year or so? One thing more than anything, in my opinion, is what problem do you solve? Mm-hmm. What problem are you solving? And of course, if you're an entrepreneur, you have a business, like I'm a consultant, what problem do I solve? I solve immediate impact revenue. So you, you need revenue right now, I solve that, mm-hmm. right? So you, you need triage to save your company, I solve that problem. So I can pick out my avatar. If you're an employee, right? What like I was in that corporation, mm-hmm. they only chose me because they knew I could solve a problem that they have and that I knew that they had. Yeah. So I can present my solution to them before they even hire me. Mm-hmm. So if, you're, if you have a job and you're like, well, my job is to do bookkeeping, right? Well, the problem, they don't have a problem with bookkeeping. That's what you do. Maybe their problem is the team. Maybe their problem is the way that they look at things. Maybe the problem is that their attitudes are bad. What kind of solution can you bring that no one else brings? When you have that and you do one other thing, is that is you have an intention of adding value with every interaction that you have, period. Always leave the person you meet, whether it's the bag lady down the street, your mother or your boss or your colleague, always leave them in a better place than when you met them. Mm-hmm. So they should, you should, they should walk away. When you walk away, they should be going, man, what a cool person. Like, wow, I feel great somehow. I mean, they make me feel good. And when you do that, that's solving problems all the way around you. Because you radiate positivity, you create positivity. When you think positive, you radiate, then you create. And that's, that's what we call radiant value. So I'm giving value to the people around me. They radiate value, give more radiant value to those around you. And then you're creating this world of positivity. And you're actually firing your neurons to never focus on negative anymore, but only to focus on the positive. And people want people like that around. They don't want people bitching in the coffee room, hanging on the, hanging on the water machine, look at Judy, Judy over there, whatever. You know, they want positive people that aren't going to get into political arguments. I don't mean politics, but I mean like company politics mm-hmm. or who's going to bitch about this or complain about the boss or whatever. They want people that are going to be positive and, and you know, be contribute to the team, lower stress, lower conflict, more creativity, more output. That kind of stuff. So for as almost 
as a as an employee, it's almost easier to stick out like than ever anyone else than it is an entrepreneur. Entrepreneur, you're competing with other people, but if you're in I mean, with other businesses, but if you're in, if you're you're in your job and you're sitting with ten other accountants, well, that's easy to stick out. Yeah, yeah. you know, it's just just solve a problem that everyone bitches about. You know that or everyone knows but no one talks about. You solve that problem without making it. Look, I'm solving the problem. Not that you just do it. You just do it. Right. Add value. Always be solving problems in everything that you do, and you will always win. Promise you. I promise you. That's great advice. Let's take a quick break for an important message from the Bootstrapping Your Dreams community. Get the support and insights you need for your business and life. Join our community, which is fueled by the same people who advise the world's top leaders and champions. Stay ahead of the curve. Join us now by navigating to. Bootstrapping group. Um, so that uh, is a good uh, segue into the HIT methodology that uh, that you talk about. So can you tell us a little bit about that? Hit honesty, integrity, and transparency. Um, some on, online I get the nickname the Hitman, right? So honesty <laughs> and Hit came from my uh, it's it's my core principles of how I live. Honesty with myself and why I do what I do and where that all comes from. And the, the transparency part is how I how I take that and step into my world. How do I communicate that honesty? Right? Integrity is a byproduct. And that makes me very authentic. So almost like it's, you would say, one of a kind, which everyone is, but most people don't allow it to happen. And when you're authentic and you're one of a kind, you can literally dictate your market value. So you're not pinned into one you know, category. You're not pinned into a, a, a salary level or whatever. When I was working for these corporations as a freelancer, I was making more than the CEO. Mm. It's, it's, it's the way that I, you know, showed up. Yeah. It wasn't what I said or what I did. It was how the way I showed up and the presence that I had. So I own my presence in life. Okay. And that's what hit. That's the beginning of hit. So that's the core principles of everything you do. And integrity is real simple for me. Do what you say you're going to do. Don't do what you say you're not going to do. And if you screw up, apologize and make it better. Done. That's integrity. You know, but you can't be integral. You can't be integrity. Integrity is a byproduct of doing the right thing and living a life with purpose and you know yeah. properties. So that's what hits all about, and that's where I launch everything from. I started teaching it like 15 years ago. I I, I never called it hit until like two years ago when someone said on online, "Oh, you're the hit man." I was like, "What? Oh my gosh! Why did I never think of that?" <laughs> uh-huh. All right, great. So um, so here's a here's a follow up question to that because I know there are, there are a lot of people struggling right now and. You know, when they listen to all these uh, these uh, pieces of advice, obviously they, it's all good. You know, it's all it all makes sense. But then uh, they come up with a follow up question. You know, it's easy for you to say, Manoj. It's easy for you to say, Stephen. But you know, I've I've got no job. I've I've been laid off. Whatever my business is not working. Uh, I've got to do whatever I got to do to put food on the table and whatnot. So how do you, you know, if you're going through some tough time, how do you still maintain that uh, integrity? How do you maintain the honesty and uh, and transparency? Uh, by by knowing that the thoughts that you have, for for every emotion you have, you have you can have endless thoughts. It can go for years, right? right? When you realize your thoughts aren't real, and the things that you're fear you're, you're you're fearing aren't real because you're projecting into the future. When you realize that right now, whatever happens, that's what you got to deal with, and not what might, may, possibly could happen mm-hmm. you have to deal with right now and so once you realize okay well um if i keep thinking about what might happen then it's probably going to happen so stop thinking about it flush yourself of that negativity look at what you can do and pivot so 
Um, you know, there's like, for instance, the first thing I said when I saw this happen, like, what, what can I help? I know a guy who has a factory that sells PPE. So I said, hey, man, let me help you out. You know, can I help you out? And he goes, sure. So I introduced him to some government officials and they're selling masks now. So that was my my like first move. Second move uh, was as I looked, obviously I was online already anyway, and I lost all my clients, by the way. So I lost every single one of them. Wow. So I did turnaround consulting online and they said, look, we can't afford you, so see ya. So I lost everything. I had to pivot too. So I pivoted to PPE. I pivoted to a few other things. Um, you know, I'm still doing the M&A, which you can do, you can do online as well. So that's not a big, uh, big, big challenge. It's just the term of the deal is very, very long. Yeah. But we all know this. There's going to be a lot of millionaires made. Millionaires are made during crisis, always. Millionaires and billionaires are made during crisis. Question is, are you going to be one or not? Mm -hmm. You know, and I don't need to be like rude or like, you know, one of those pushy guys, but it depends on you and your attitude about, about yourself, what's your capabilities. If you believe you're stuck and you can't move forward and you don't have any money because you don't have a job because you, you live in a village. I live in a village of 2,000 people in the middle of laundry. Mm -hmm. Nothing here. Nothing. Yet here I am. Right. So how if, if, if me, an American in a foreign country can be successful, you know, speaking, it's all relative. Uh, in the middle of, of anywhere, then anyone can anyone can do it. So, li literally, I mean, I'm just a knucklehead soldier in the end, anyway, right? So the tack, the the, you know, the practical skills, you know, you can figure out the practical skills going YouTube. Look, how do you do this? How do you do that? But it's the mental skills that matter. That matter. If you're not willing, if you're not capable to knock down that negativity for positivity and look at the good, and it's it's like it's like planting a seed and growing. You you have to fire those neurons, fire those neurons, fire those neurons until they connect. And then you see the light, you see the positive, you see the possibility. Like I have, to, I have tough times too. When this happened, I'm like, holy shit, I lost all my clients. Like, wow, my God, what am I gonna do? And I thought, what do you mean, what are you gonna do? Quit being a win, make it happen, right? So <laughs> I thought, okay, what's the situation? What does everybody need right now? Toilet paper, okay, I can't make that. Masks, masks, I know a guy who has a factory. All right, let me call him up, see what I can do, right? Yeah, yeah. Go through, go through your options. What can you do? You can say, look, when I was home, homeless in 2008, which I was, uh, after the mortgage crash in Berlin, Germany, I was selling on eBay half bottles of my cologne. So I had a cologne collection. I was selling for eight euros plus shipping. You know, shipping was like 24 bucks, <laughs> euros. And I was living from that. You know, I was, I was, I'd sell like 20 bottles a week. I was, I was you know, that's how I was living. Yeah. And uh, there's always a way. There's always a way. The, problem is this are you learning along the way or are you just are you just skipping over the learning part and trying to get to the solution yeah right? you gotta yeah. learn to find a solution yeah, yeah. and i know it's all airy and pushy but until i know a specific situation of someone what they do what they're good at you know where they're coming from what they what they want to achieve then i can help them like pinpoint really this is what you're gonna do this is what you can do this is how you can do it but as you said like you know taking personal responsibility and sort of you know um uh, not not sort of getting bogged down by adversity and, uh, and trying to figure out things is the way to go. And especially right now, um, you know, I feel like this is a great equalizer. As you said, you know, you know, even uh, larger companies are suffering. In, in fact, uh, you know, people who have a larger infrastructure, they may be suffering more because they have to deal with, you know, loans and, and debt and all that stuff. So definitely uh, that uh, that advice is on point. Now, uh, let's get into some specifics. And I know you have some uh, methodology to generate revenue and and things of that nature. So let's talk about that. Like you know, if if an entrepreneur or even a professional who wants to start a side hustle in this uh, environment, um, hmm. this uh, this uh, impact revenue is that the name of the methodology you use? Immediate impact revenue. Yeah. Immediate impact revenue. Can we talk about that and how do you implement that? Yeah. 
Sure, well, there's three ways to grow a business. Three ways. More clients, higher prices, and repeat sales. So, right? Once you realize that, you're like, okay, that limits it. I don't have to guess anymore. So how do I get more clients? There's like, you know, 15 standard ways. How do I get higher prices? Raise them, right? And how do I get repeat sales? By stacking your, your offers, doing collaborations with joint ventures. So the first thing I do when I go to a company is I look at them and I look at their competitors and I look at the pricing. And I say, okay, you need to raise your price X, Y, Z. No one ever buys the middleman. They buy cheap and they buy expensive. If you're in the middle, you're going to lose, right? You're just you're not going to be like that, that vanilla envelope, right? Um, so that's the first thing I do is we go in and we look at how can we generate revenue for what you already have. The quickest way is to raise your money. Second way, okay, you, you have an email list that I could write, that we could write to and tell them what's going on. Then you write the email list in a form of an offer, whatever you have, what kind of relationship you have with them in pants. And then we look at collaborations and joint ventures, um, you know, um, collaborating products. Like if you sell uh, um, a, a coffee cup, you sell spoons with it from another company and get an affiliate sale, that kind of stuff. Right? There's just all kinds of things. Or, for instance, I had a client who, um, you know, it's, it's immediate impact revenue also, also has to do with dormant revenue. So revenue that's in your company that you haven't seen or you don't know how to grasp. And I had a client who's a construction company in Texas. And uh, within the first hour, we found 150K. Wow. He was like, I just broke my, my record revenue in a year, in one hour. You know, so it was, it, was, it was like, wow. And that wasn't because I'm a smart guy. It's because I can see from the outside what you can't see from the inside. And most consultants can. So what I what I look for is, I there's 32 ways to do those three things. You know, more clients, higher price, repeat sales. 32 ways. I looked at 32 ways. If you're not doing, if you're doing 10 of them, I'll just say, hey, here's 22 more, wow. and boom, you're making money. Wow. <laughs> so are, so these, so, are these 32 documented somewhere on your website in your book, or uh, how do you? If, how the, do... if you go to my website, stephen-coom.com, I give you eight of them for free. Wow. Awesome. So you can go right. down with the PDF, eight of them for free, tells you exactly what to do and how to do it. Okay, cool. I'll be and you'd be surprised how many people don't do this. I was on stage one time, and it was a, um, a, a like an a independent uh, TV producer. So they had this TV series online. And I was on stage with this guy. They called me up, and uh, um, they said, look, look, we're trying to grow our audience. How can we grow our audience? And in the audience was a T-shirt company, a $150 million T-shirt company, the owner, and, and, and a coffee company, the owner. And I said, well, right now, I said, David, how many lists, how many people get on your list? He's like 300,000. How many have you on your list? I like 150,000. Okay. He puts your products in his TV series and you mail it out for him and get subscribers. And I'm like, deal. I did that on stage, like that quick. <laughs> and then again, the guy's like, oh, I never thought of that. You know, you don't know what you don't know. You just don't know what you don't know. So instantly became a millionaire. Awesome. They all subscribed for $6 a month to his, you know, his, his, very, very niche market. Right. Very niche. Got it. Yeah. Great. So veteran, veteran. Awesome. And um, you know, moving uh, moving out of uh, the the business world a little bit, I know you focus a lot and you talk a lot about quality of life. Um, yeah. So, what is your emphasis on what, what do you mean by quality of life? First of all, and um, yeah. so let's start, let's start there. Quality of life is relative to everyone, but in in general, it basically means integration of your body, your mind, your relationships, and business across the board. So I'm the same person I am at home, as I am at work, as I am at play, right? And you see it often. Someone says, do you know who I am? I'm the CEO. Well, no, I'm sorry. That's what you are. That's not who you are. Who are you really? Right? So the who is important. Your identity is important because if we have a litmus test for our leaders that we, yeah. speak, that we work with, if your wife 
was a fly on the wall in the office, would she recognize you? And if your employee was a fly on the wall in your house, would you be embarrassed that they were there? Mm. Now, if that's the case, that means you're basically living a double life. You're this person. Look, we all want that purpose in life. And if that purpose is your job, like I love doing that. And I could just live my life doing that. But I have a wife and kids who I love just as much. Yeah. But that's emotional. This is tactical. Like, like, like I can just do this. You just get up and do it. This is emotional. The results take longer. It's more work, that kind of stuff. So we like to focus on that quick results. I can touch it and bend it, right? So that's why a lot of people focus on their work because they're looking for that fulfillment, right? Mm-hmm. They're looking for that immediate results. Like, I, I want to feel useful. I want to feel like I have a purpose. So they pour themselves into the job, but they're forgetting the rest of their life. And that's what, we, that's, that's what quality life is all about. It's about that integration across all channels and so that you're actually present as the person you are all the way across all those channels of life. That's great. And how do you how do you implement? Like, can you give us some tactical steps on? Uh, I know you talk about self uh, leadership and and some similar concepts. So, uh, can we just sort of unwind this and and uh, give some practical tips to the audience? Sure, sure. You know, there's so many, but we have in our book, Lane Ballone and I, my partner, he's also a military veteran. Uh, we wrote a book called Unleash Your Humble Alpha, mm-hmm. and it's all about what we're just talking about. And it starts with identity. The first thing you need to do, you, you need, and I'm not saying, I, I never say you need, but the first thing that people need to do is find out who they really are. Uh-huh. A lot of times we pick up through our, our life, through the programming, through our parents, school, college, whatever, you end up like in your Ivy League person, so you dress like an Ivy League person, or you act like an Ivy League person, or whatever. You're a veteran, you act like a veteran, you wear the veteran t-shirt. So you end up carrying an, an identity that's not you. Uh-huh. And you cling on to that because it's safe. You, you have something to talk about. You can be somebody that way. Right? And you shy away or never really dig deep to find out who you really are. So in our program, we work with you on, and in the book, we work with you on defining your identity. And the reason that's so important is because you will seldom find your purpose in life until you know who you are. Mm-hmm. Once you know who you are, it's easy to fill in the dots of what you can do. And then here it comes. Once you have your purpose, through finding your identity. Your purpose amplifies your identity so that you're so present in all areas of life that people notice you and they want to be with you, they want to work with you, they want to do things with you. Like, this guy never wavers. This gal never wavers. They know who they are. They're just like, boom, there you are. And people want that in life. They want certainty in life. And that's exactly what identity and purpose leads to, certainty. And the magic about certainty is when I'm certain, about who I am and my purpose. I don't have to worry about where I got to go or how to get there because I'm going, mm-hmm. right? And of course, all based on hit, honesty, integrity, transparency. Yeah. So that's the first That's the first step of um, of, the, of reaching your, unleashing your humble alpha. And then it goes on to creation and it goes on to creation instead of competition and it goes into then leading to your teams, how you can make your teams into humble alphas and it turns into quality of life and how you can schedule your life out quality of life. We have things like habit stacking or you know creating new routines and how that leads to a better life and these kind of things. So it's it's a very cool book because we tell a story, mm-hmm. we tell the lessons learned, we tell you how to do it, and then we give you action steps. Awesome. Every single chapter. So you 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 tell a story about exactly how we came to because everything in this book is applied knowledge. None of it is is theory. None of it. And for every single step that we tell you we have a story of how we came to this model this this um, activity model we have 
It came through our life. It came through us failing, achieving, winning, losing. So you see it in front of you. Story, how to do it, action point. Yeah. I, I completely resonate with that point about self-awareness and learning about yourself. Um, because as you said, like we we take on these identities which are which don't belong to us. And um, uh, I think it leads to a lot of frustration in life because you know you're not meant to be who you are trying to be and you know, uh, things just don't work out. So, so that's uh, very relevant. Uh, now, let's talk about uh, you know a little bit of um, the negative side, the the dark uh, side of the mind. You know, we are all going through some hardship right now. Uh, a lot of people are fearful, overwhelmed. Is is what I can characterize that uh, it as. So, um, any any thoughts, any uh, ideas that you want to share uh, for people who are going through you know tough times. Yeah, you know, I can only speak from my own experience, and I think I, I suffer with that as well. I have PTSD. I'm a disabled veteran. I, I have dark thoughts all the time, um, and I, I have to deal with that. And the way I deal with that is I have people that, that care around me and who I can talk to so I can get it out. you got to face that fear. You have to face that fear. You can't divert. You can't deny. You can't, you know, sort of push it away. You have to face it. As long as you don't face it, it'll always stay there. Fear, you know, um, it's it's... It's like when you go into a basement that's dark. It's scary. Flip on the damn light. Just flip the switch, right? That's that's the way I see fear. Fear is, is self-made. It's man-made. It's our we we make ourselves fearful because why? We're thinking about what might happen, and we go back again. Just stop thinking about what might happen and do something right now to make sure something does happen the way you want it to happen. If you're waiting for something, if you're oh quarantine will be over, it'll be okay, whatever. Who knows, right? So do something now to make sure that you're on the right path for you and the ones you love in your life enterprise to create that radiant value so that you ensure that, look, the impact, people talk about saving the planet and, you know, global warming and oil, whatever stuff. You're not going to stand up and go save the planet. I'm not going to stand up and go save the planet. We can only start in our own, our own world, and that starts up here. Your world starts right here. It starts right here. It is what, 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 what you make of it. If I think everything's shit, it's going to be shit. Mm-hmm. If I think everything's going to be great, I will fight to make sure it's great because I know I'm programming my mind to fire those neurons to make sure that it's going to stay like that. Yeah. So the darkness comes from us. When you know the darkness comes from you, you're like, but Steve, there's a COVID. I can't go to the pool. I can't do that. I can't go to work. I can't. Right. You can't right now. But what can you do? Yeah. Look at what you can do. There's a million things you can do. Get on the phone and talk to people. Get it out of your system. And it'll, you're going to feel lighter. You're going to feel more positive. You're going to, you know, there's also steps you can take. I journal. I meditate, right? Twice a day. We have a group meditation at night online. Um, through through uh, uh, audio call all over the world, a bunch of us, not not a big bunch, but a bunch of us, and that's how we deal with this stuff. And we talk a little bit afterwards, how we release it, all these kind of things. And people think, well, you're a business guy, you do all that kind of stuff. Like, hell yeah, do that stuff. Yeah. If anyone thinks that meditation or journaling or that is hokey, then they're not that far yet. Because I can tell you this: we all know we use that much of our capability. Yeah. So if you're not willing to learn every single day. And teach every single day, and you might not reach the, the the capacity that you're actually able to to reach and live an amazing life with quality of life. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. So, uh, yeah, I mean, whether where whichever part uh, of the world you are in, whatever situation you are in, uh, you know, the message is that um, the solutions lie within. You know, it just just uh, it's all about our own mind, and then taking action. You know, uh, obviously, just thinking about taking action is not going to do anything. But you've got to take action. Uh, 
irrespective of whatever constraints you under, uh, you know, whatever constraints you are uh, in, you just got to figure out, you know, what can we do right now rather than what can't we do, right? No, exactly. It's it's difficult. I get it. People saying, yeah, like you said, that's easy for you to say, Steve, you're this, you're that, whatever. But, you know, if if, if I told you that, you know, when I was, I was, I was only homeless, uh, what, 11 years ago, mm-hmm. you know, people were like, really? Yeah, really. You know, it's like, so, and I got myself there, but I also got myself out of there. Yeah. So I got myself there by thinking negative and saying, oh my God, it's over, it's done, I can't do it, that kind of stuff. Yeah. But then suddenly it was over and then, then I was good to go. So it, it, it really depends on us. And the active steps you can take is, the one step you should do is call people and ask for help. Like honestly, look, I'm in a situation, can you help me? No, okay, you know anybody can help me? No, okay, good, thanks, bye. Next next person, hey, I'm in a situation, can you help me? Just ask them, yeah. you know, or, or is the pride too big? Is the ego too high? No. I don't have any pride, pride when it comes to that because I'm asking people that I'm willing to do something for. Like, I'm going to give value. I'm going to solve a problem for them, whatever it is. Look, let's talk. I mean, one of, one of my favorite things to do now is to connect with people on LinkedIn who I haven't uh, connected with before who are actually in my network. So I have like 10,000 contacts. Hey, let's let's hook up for a call. We get on the call mm-hmm. and say, hey, what do you do? What do, you, what do, you, what do I do? And they go, no, I'm a cool guy. Let's keep in touch. Okay. I've already gotten a couple, couple um, contracts. And I've got a job offer, which I don't take jobs, but I got a job offer just from doing that. In the last few weeks, yeah, and that's because I'm actively and proactively taking charge of my life, and I'm not waiting for anything to happen, anyone to do anything for me. I'm not, I have no expectations of anything until unless I do it myself or I verbalize an expectation. Yeah, that's that's great, uh, great advice. Um, Self uh, reliance is the first step, you know. I mean. Uh, <laughs> Uh, if you keep waiting for the governments or, or uh, you know, the neighbors or the voluntary organizations or, or the family to help us, you know, and, uh, you know, they have got their own problems to deal with. So, yeah. um, that's great. Now, uh, I want to also touch upon, are, are we okay for time uh, for another? We're good. Okay. Um, you have uh, built a huge brand online with social media and everything. I think moving forward, it is going to be even more uh, important to have that brand, a personal uh, branding and credibility online. So can you give us some hints around, uh, you know, how one can get started? What can they do if they want to, uh, you know, establish themselves online? Well, yeah, again, we'll start with that one thing I said before, what problem do you solve? And what's your, what, what's your demographic? I mean, who are you speaking to, right? So go to where they are. Like for instance, I'm a veteran. So I went to a veteran group. When I first went online three years ago, I had no idea what I was doing, didn't know anything about online business, except for Facebook, I knew what Facebook was. And I went into a Facebook group with veterans and started giving free advice. Mm-hmm. So business advice. This is how you run your business, how you do marketing, this is how you fix this problem, that problem, this problem. And after three months, I had so many people coming to me to help them that I made $100,000 mm-hmm. in three months online with zero overhead, sitting at home on, in front of a camera. Mm-hmm. In the same time, because I was doing that, my name was getting spread around. So I was also booked for four speeches, uh, you know, for keynotes in America. So I flew over, they flew me over, you know, within a three month period, it was crazy, but I did one thing. I found out who I was talking to, what their biggest problem was, and I solved it. Mm. Simple as that. It's literally that simple. If you go into groups and you give without wanting, that's the key thing. People say, well, you gotta, when you go in there and you give them the video, you gotta tell them the what, but not the how, or you gotta, you know, talk about the why and all this kind of stuff. No, they have a problem. You solve it. You win done right that's it don't hold back right yeah don't hold back don't hold back on the value that you can give because i'll tell you what 
they say 80-20 rule, right? 20% take action, 80%, you know, sits on their finger in their nose. It's more like 6%, you know, 6% take action. Mm-hmm. The other, the other, the other ones that would, that would take action, they ask you to do it for them. Mm. And that's, that's who pays you to do it. And they're happy to pay you to do it. I see. That's cool. That's great. Well, thank you so much uh, for being with us today and uh, sharing uh, your thoughts. Uh, very interesting journey. Very interesting um, uh, way that you conduct business and your life. Uh, so thanks a lot for sharing that. Um, now, before I let you go, uh, you mentioned your website. Can you mention it again? And uh, um, any any book that you uh, or, or anything that you wanna that you wanna share with the audience? Yeah, the the website is humblealphabook.com. Right. And uh, my, my private website is stephen coocom and business website is qolenterprises.com. QOL stands for quality of life. Of awesome. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much for uh, for being with us again. Uh, and I uh, hope to have you again on this uh, podcast. Uh, some, some Hey, brother. Anytime you, anytime you need me, let me know. Anytime you want to talk, let's chat. Love it, man. Really, really thank you so much for the conversation. It's great. Thank you so much. That's all for now. Until next time, if you want to realize your full potential, I invite you to join our community. We support and help each other out because no one has to do it alone. Join us today by navigating to bootstrapping.group. The community is free to join, no strings attached except for one. You have to take action. So if you are an action taker, we want to talk to you. Join us by navigating to bootstrapping.group. If you want more insightful interviews with industry leaders, then check out these other videos we have picked for you right here and subscribe now to get our new content.